Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. But well, they, they play like a team. Play like a team. Uh, they're tough. You know, we, we went out Sunday night. Somebody said, was Sunday night worth it now? And they said, yeah, 100%. And I thought, for the most part, you know, we had good protection. I think we're a tough, resilient bunch. We didn't like the way we played last week. Uh, we battled here. It, when, it, when it was going well, we didn't just relax. Um, again, I'd like to clean some things up, but I thought they attacked. Closing out hour number two here on Herd at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. That's Avery Howard. If you're having any sort of issues with a personal injury accident, you can count on the Dire Law team to provide you with a helping hand when you need it. They'll go to battle for you the way Coach Rule was talking about, no matter what you're dealing with. Call the Dire Law team at 402-393-7529 or visit dire.law to chat with trusted professionals about your personal injury claim. That's D-Y-E-R dot law. Just a reminder, you can be a part of the show. Give us a call at 888-638-4876. That's the War Horse Sportsbook hotline. Uh, we'll talk on that hotline to Adam McClintock here in just a little bit. Get a little bit of a national college football perspective. It's a little funny because you've got the uh, the really hyped week of college football was last weekend with the really high-profile matchups and stuff like that. Didn't necessarily live up to the billing. This weekend, not quite, quite as many marquee matchups, but uh, ended up being a really good weekend of college football. Um, obviously had some crazy endings. I'm looking at you, Miami. Um, just I don't even – like I have to say, if you're a Nebraska fan – and I don't hey, think that didn't happen. Yeah, like I, I think we talked about this <laughs> off air. I don't think we talked about it on air. But if you're a Nebraska fan, like at least you have I, like I've tried to tell people this, right? Like mediocre programs and programs that aren't at the and, and Miami's better than mediocre this year, right? Yeah. Um they they're that were undefeated going into Saturday. But <laughs> programs that are not at the top, top level make these kind of mistakes all the time that it feels like only happened in Nebraska. But, man, the way that Miami lost that game against Georgia Tech, where literally you just have to kneel the ball. Georgia Tech had no timeouts. 
there was nothing they could do to stop it. No, like I was watching them talk about it. And I was watching the replay and I was like, was it that? Like, what am I missing? Yeah. You're like, like did I? Was it that simple? What like, am I what not am understanding? I understanding? Yeah. I've watched it literally three times, like on different programs. And I was like, <laughs> still confused if it was really that, that it. Yeah. It's like, they no, they really could have just kneeled and it was over. It's like, like they yep. do that in flag football. Like yes. The kids just. The high school kids do it. Yep. You know, the peewee kids do it. So. It's like, hey, we're done now. Thank yeah. you. Uh, that's the victory formation just line it up we're good to go Very confused um and then yeah obviously if you if you didn't watch it my which i don't know how you wouldn't have seen it by now but miami fumbled because they handed off the ball instead of just kneeling georgia tech had about 30 seconds goes down the field throws about a 40 yard pass with one second left to win the game and at least that hasn't happened in nebraska this year knock on wood we're going to hope that doesn't happen this year but my point is first of all it doesn't just happen in nebraska bad, stupid things happen to college football teams everywhere. So I don't know if you take solace in that, but I do a little, yep. right? It's not like Nebraska is cursed. Like, college football just is weird sometimes, and a lot of times it's really stupid. Um, but also, kind of going back to the conversation we were having before the break, coaches miss sometimes. They just yeah, they, they just miss yeah. on whether it's evaluations, mm-hmm. whether it's play calls. And so part of it is I think, especially the quarterback position, quarterback position, I think is the hardest thing to evaluate in sports. Yeah. Because you're so dependent. Now, some people argue offensive line, and that's totally fair as well. Like, I, offensive line is really hard to evaluate, especially when you've got these really big guys at the high school level, and you're like, I don't know if he's just bigger than everybody else. I don't know if he's good. Yeah. Um, that's a really challenging thing as well. But with quarterbacks, they're so dependent on so many other things, right? They don't operate in a vacuum. They've got your offensive line. You've got your skill position players. You've got what is the defense doing? I mean, if I remember correctly, Patrick Mahomes did not have a winning season in college ever. Like, embarrassed to say this, but I didn't really know Patrick Mahomes before he came to... I don't think that's that big of a deal because Texas Tech was irrelevant. Yeah, like, under looking Cliff back Clinsbury. on some of this, like, looking back when you look, you're like, okay, Patrick Mahomes' college stats or whatever, you're like, oh, okay, like... Oh, his stats are or, bonkers. Or, like, just, you know, plays. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't like we were wildly talking about Patrick Mahomes. No, I mean, you had, you had if you were a big draft nerd, mm-hmm. you had people talking about, like, hey, he's got a ton of arm talent. We kind of like him. You know, people thought maybe late first round. People were kind of... Yeah. Amazed that Sam or that uh, Kansas City traded up to get him where they did. I think at 15, but this was a guy that did not do a lot of winning in college. Mm-hmm. They were pretty mediocre to bad under Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, and so not knowing who he was or knowing much about him, they weren't relevant. You didn't, you shouldn't have known much about him unless you're a real sicko and watching, you know, like below 500 Big 12 football all the time, and. So you, you know, you've got. You'd like to look at a guy like Brock Purdy and be like, well, yeah, he won a ton in college, and he took Iowa State of all places to a Fiesta Bowl and yeah. won and won Most Outstanding Player and all this stuff, right? But then you've got a guy on the other side who, in Patrick Mahomes, is one of the most talented and productive quarterbacks we've ever seen. And you're like, well, he didn't win at all in college. Like, yeah, he puts up big numbers, but ever puts up big numbers at Texas Tech. Like, is this real? So it's so hard to evaluate the quarterback position for all of those reasons. And so it's, I think it's really funny sometimes. I, sometimes I get really frustrated by it. But I think it's really funny when people act like, oh, well, if the coach said he was better, then he's obviously better. Like, 
you could you could make an argument that Jeff Sims is on the same level as Heinrich Harburg, you're going to have a real hard time convincing me he is significantly better than Heinrich Harburg mm. in any way, except for he's got more experience, mm-hmm. right? But bad experience isn't necessarily, you know, when you have experience being not very good, mm-hmm. like how valuable is that experience? Yeah, well, that's the thing too. It's like, how, that's kind of what we were talking about at the end of the last segment, just like Heinrich has had a mindset of having to prove something for a very mm-hmm. long time. And it's not that Jeff Sims is, this is no knock on starters, this entire conversation. It's just when you're a middle ground player. Even in the whether, recruiting. Yes. Like yes. when you've had, when you've either come from being the guy mm-hmm. before and then you get knocked down a few levels, you st- sometimes it doesn't even have, like sometimes it doesn't even really have to do with anything that changed in your play necessarily. Mm-hmm. It could literally be a coaching decision. Or an injury, like the Jeff Sims things. And like sometimes when we said like the attributes go in favor, like when you watch a guy move, you're like, okay, that guy could be, that's the guy. When even the other guy might have a better, some numbers on paper. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was kind of saying is, you know, it's, it's hard to be a person that is good enough to get a chance, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just to see if they can fill in and execute, not enough to be the guy. And sometimes it's a, Hey, can you just provide us depth to this position? Right. And so that's a really hard line to walk because you're getting a belief and you know that you're good, mm-hmm. but then subconsciously you have started to believe, well, I'm good, but not good enough. And yeah. I'm only good at these at this time. So sometimes it's hard to play up to that at that point. Like I'm only a filler here. I'm going to make the most of it, but I know it's not necessarily going to do anything for me. Mm-hmm. So it is impressive that Heinrich has really stepped into this position and known that like, you know, this isn't just a temporary fix at this point. Like I could potentially be this person for a long time now, injury to Jeff Sims or not, mm-hmm. but it, this is just a, this is such an interesting conversation for me when it comes to like just the looking at a player and giving him the respect that they deserve because of what they've given you versus just letting it be, hey, you know what they were good for this game. Yeah, cool. We'll put them back down. Right. Well, why? Why give him a half chance if you didn't believe in the like it, seeing what it leads to? And the and so I think to watch Brock Purdy also do what right. he's done is is impressive as the level he's doing it because hey, he got a shot and he got a chance and he had to show up big, but then like no longer is he working from this working from behind mentality like you have to very quickly shift to like okay i've proved myself yeah, like now i now. have to step into what i once was mm-hmm. and know that it's in there because it's it's really hard as an athlete to go from being a player that was the player mm-hmm. to then being knocked down and like having to shift your mentality like i'm going to grind to prove to you i'm going to grind to show you this i'm going to grind to mm-hmm. live up to this even though people are doubting me to then being like no no i have an expectation now mm-hmm. and i'm going to operate at a confidence level that i know that i am this like when you go from two different levels like it seems like hey you we we believe in you you got this you got the talent you've got the whatever like go but it's really hard when you haven't had those reps in that position Mm -hmm. when you know like yeah I'm I'm that good or I deserve this or I and I shouldn't say many athletes are like I deserve to do but like when you work that hard but it's a conviction in your ability yeah like you have to start speaking to yourself that way instead of being like hey this is your only shot like Mm -hmm. make the most of it like it's a big mindset shift well and it's you know I think there's some advantage when the injury whether it's to Jeff Sims the high ankle sprain or you want to go back to Brock Purdy Mm -hmm. is a little bit longer term so it's like hey you're gonna get three four games minimum no matter what like we don't have a choice here right and i think that can instill some confidence where you're like hey 
Like, this is my shot. Because if you come in for a series here or there, I mean, how much can you really prove, mm -hmm. right? Even a game, mm -hmm. how much can you really prove? But when you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to get a couple shots here. I'm going to get a an extended look to show what I'm about. To me, that is a really impressive thing to be able to take advantage of, whether it's Heinrich Harburg, whether it's Brock Purdy, because you do go from this, hey, this underdog mentality, you know, I'm, I'm not from one of the big schools or I wasn't a highly rated recruit or, you know, like Heinrich Harburg was didn't have a lot of offers coming out of Kearney Catholic was, you know, kind of a, a mid mid star recruit. Jeff Sims was very highly touted mm -hmm. coming out of high school. He chose to go to Georgia Tech, but he had just about everybody under the sun wanted Jeff Sims mm -hmm. as a quarterback. And so they came from very different places. Um, you know, Jeff Sims pretty much started right away mm -hmm. as a true freshman quarterback at Georgia Tech. And Heinrich Harburg was basically totally forgotten by the last staff mm -hmm. and was ready to come play tight end for the new staff. Like they come from such different mindsets that it is, it, it goes to that thing you're talking about, about being a grinder and always striving towards that spot. Mm -hmm. um, coming up next, we will talk to our friend Adam McClintock, get a overview of that big college football weekend that we just came off of and see some of his coaching analytics and what they're telling us maybe about that Mario Cristobal decision uh, I can't imagine that graded out well uh, we'll have all that and more here in the last hour on Herd at Sports Radio yep.